Hello and welcome to the I Disagree podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Coburn, and uh, over yonder in a faraway land is our other host, Steve Shustick. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Yay! All right, we did it. Okay, Every we're, time, it's we're, so awkward. Every time. <laughs> just be cool about it. <laughs> don't don't I know. call attention to it. Why? I know. God, sorry. Anyways, um, this is reminiscent of onstage bomb spirals. I just, I have to, I'm not getting the fix with stand-up, so I have to transfer it to a different medium here. But <laughs> uh, today, we have two very funny people. One of them does stand-up in the scene in San Diego, and the other easily could but she doesn't. <laughs> uh, we have Raul and and Brittany on, and uh, how you guys doing? Welcome. Hello. Thank Hello. you. Thank you for We're having doing, us. Doing pretty well. Yes. Totally. Yeah. They have a. You guys have a podcast called the Review Review, where you review people's reviews, which is a brilliant concept, like on Yelp and Google and stuff, and. It's so it's so fun because people are just complete nightmares and psychopaths, and I and I I think Yelp is the perfect medium to examine that. It's... Yeah, people are terrible. <laughs> I haven't gotten a chance because we haven't been recording, but we're going to start to, and I'm really excited to see all of the atrocious Yelp reviews people have left post yeah, lockdown, getting food from places. We're, we have quite a few episodes in, and I'm surprised at how much. Like how different it is every episode wherever you just find some kind of gem. Like you'd think they'd all be the same and you get tired of it, but somehow there's just the bad reviews. Yeah. Or stuff. like just or just yeah. people be so crazy and like I never would have thought that, you know, someone would complain about this thing or or a review would take this direction, you know? So, well, it's yes. hilarious. I've I've actually they've been nice enough to have me on the the show a few times, and one of the reviews that really stood out to me was uh, somebody reviewed the blackjack table at a casino. Like I never win, no stars. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah there there was one that i always think about where the person complained about how long it took them to get their food and they were like sorry your server had a seizure you saw the ambulance come in and take them away <laughs> like it's oh so my god yeah oh, it's I... really crazy <laughs> that's so true post post quarantine or during quarantine there's gonna be so many bitchy fucking bitches on there just complaining about things oh, yeah, that sure. no one can do anything about at yeah. all we'll, and we'll be there to read them out loud you know yeah that's <laughs> probably yeah. really good for us actually <laughs> perfect yeah no totally well everybody we'll we'll uh we'll remind you again at the end of the show but definitely check out that podcast and Raul and Brittany like I said they're just super super funny people and and friends and we're happy that they're here so Steve let's get right to it you wanna you wanna kick us off yeah, let's let's get into the the warm up segment. So uh, before I begin, uh, last episode I gave a a call to patrons to help contribute so we could get some new recording equipment so that we could do these remote podcasts. And I want to thank everyone who answered the call because we had our best best month on Patreon thus far. So thank you guys. We do appreciate your support and continue doing that. Uh, if you do want to support the podcast on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash I disagree podcast. Now, if you are a patron on our Patreon, one of the perks at the $5 tier is that you get to submit warm-up topics for us to discuss on the show. Uh, so let's kick it right off the bat. We're going to go to our patron, Veronica Wilder, and she's, she's basically posing this question to us, guys. Astrology, bullshit or no? Great question. 
I feel like no matter who you are, someone has you. You just inherently have a strong opinion about this. I'm curious, what Steve? I want to. What I, are, What do you think? I'm not gonna. I'm not off brand on this one. What would you suspect my opinion <laughs> on astrology is? That's that's true. Whatever. <laughs> I'm really. I really just want to hear it out of your cynical mouth because. Oh. Only you could find the words. Oh, I think it's perfectly enough. plausible that there's only 12 possible types of human being in the world. Of course. <laughs> okay. What it, Raul, Bernie, what do you all think? So I don't believe in it at all, but I strongly identify with every characteristic of a Taurus. So it's like... <laughs> That puts you in an interesting position, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And I find like if I, it's kind of like when you're going through a really rough time and you start praying, like when I really want like a relationship to work out, I'll read my horoscope a lot and try and get hope from it. And um, but then most of the time, if people talk about it in a real way, I'm like, oh my god, that's so cringy. Have you yep. ever done anything because of a horoscope that either worked out or didn't work out? I don't think so, but I feel like I don't know if I actually identify with the characteristics of my horoscope because it's true or if I've just read them so much my entire life well, that I've sort of like molded myself to fit what the characteristics of uh, them are. Here, here's the thing about Brittany, because uh, like I know like her and I probably, you know, I definitely don't believe in astrology, but I know Brittany has a big fear of like, uh, say, uh, going to get her palm read or something because... You know, like you don't. What she'd rather not know, and I'm kind of in the same boat. <laughs> where, like, I, you know, I don't believe in astrology at all. But one time I was at a bar, and someone comes up to me, like, "Oh, you're a Taurus, aren't you?" And uh, technically, I am. And I'm like, "Oh my God, how'd she know?" Like, oh, God. A Taurus. I'm like, "Oh God." Yeah. What are the, what are the odds? One in twelve. And you know what? I mean, that's, uh, that's not small. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a pretty, you know, that's, that's a gambit, and she she nailed it. And I was like ready to listen right then and there. I was just like, all right, tell me, tell me my future, tell me who See, I, I am. I think. I, wait, sorry, go ahead, Brittany. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm not necessarily afraid of like somebody telling me what's gonna happen. I'm afraid that I'm gonna go to a psychic and they're gonna be like, oh my gosh. I am so sorry, but you are going to die very soon. Like right. that is, that's what I'm terrified of. And I was in Vegas recently and I was at a casino and for some, I don't know, they were having like a psychic convention and this lady walked up to me <laughs> and I forgot exactly what she said, but she's like, you have a very powerful energy radiating off of you. Like you can sense things about people. And she just started you like know going how many in. Girls have said that shit too. I, okay. But she, just started, she just started going into all of this shit and I was just like i have purposely avoided this my whole life and you just came up to me out of nowhere and i was like horrified by it <laughs> did you say that did you say that to her no i was just like thank you uh, so that much been so that would have that would have been such a taurus thing to do but she even <laughs> said she's like you've been very afraid of this and closed off to this and i was like shut up lady like oh my god okay first off if you're a psychic and you can tell someone's gonna die i feel like you almost have like, what's the moral obligation there? To tell them or to not tell them? At a certain point, there's got to be some sort of judgment call you make. It's kind of a dick thing to do. And yes. where were you cunts on September 10th? What'd you say? Where were these cunts on September 10th, 2001? <laughs> where were they? Speak well, up! Yeah, September 9th, they were just going through New York, just going, you're going to die, you're going to die, <laughs> you're going to die. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a that's a great question because I, I think the White House has an open door policy to psychics for policy advising. I, I think that would have worked out swimmingly. Apparently, had, had Nancy Reagan was really into it. Did you know that? Really? No, yeah. I did not know that I, at I, all. I might have made that up, but I think that's true. What a weird thing for someone that doesn't like drugs to be into. Yeah. Yeah, like a devout Christian evangelical. But you know what? I also believe what the moon tells me. Yes. Uh, okay. But back to astrology, well, here- Jordan, I, I just want to know your opinion because I know you're a little more spiritual, I think, than the, little, than the rest little, of us. More. <laughs> I, remember, I remember going to your place and seeing like chakra, the chakras uh, levels. <laughs> like God, I hate this. And so I'm curious as to what your take is. Yes. Well, well, I definitely am more spiritual. I'm a proper white lady, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like um I I'm also a Taurus and and I feel like a lot of the times I feel similarly to you, Brittany. I'll read shit and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, totally. That explains a lot of my shit." And that but other times I'll read it and I'm like, "Absolutely not." Or I was at Target the other day and they have horoscope candles now, and I smelled the Taurus one and it smelled like shit. And I was just ready to swear off the whole thing. They couldn't what, have been so, so far of off. What it? Just complete burning shit. It oh. just smelled, it was the worst thing I've ever smelled. I couldn't even place it. And they didn't tell you what it was on the label. Anyway, I digress. So all three My point, of you guys are Tauruses? Tauri? Yeah. Tauri. <laughs> yes. Ra- Raul, I didn't think you were a Taurus. Uh, yeah, I think I'm You don't like, seem like a Taurus. What's your oh, what's your birthday? April twenty yeah. first. Oh, you are. Yeah. Wow. See, what do you guys, guys think? I, I you, your tone of voice says that you're surprised because I don't act like one or something. I <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell you like what the characteristics are other than like kind of stubborn and strong personalities, but like loyal. See, I guess. Ha- oh, okay. Well, now I'm having the opposite. Thing where the I'm like, least that has, none, dude, none of those things describe me at all. And then uh, Ralph is really, not stubborn. Yeah, and they really like comfort and nice things and being Okay, lazy. now we're talking. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to just get a quick definition which is entirely not the way this is supposed to be consumed, I'm sure. But uh I can't see. You can't just find a general thing. It's always got to be specific to the day and shit. Let me yeah. see. What? Raul, how, I think I think because you're a cusper, you're not really full Taurus personality. Oh, okay. I'm a hybrid. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. The Earth Sign Collective are practical. I guess that's a reference to Tori. I don't know. Uh, I know Veronica, who asked the question, totally is into this stuff and, like, is probably just sitting here thinking, these (laughs) fools, they're they're misrepresenting this so badly. But the Earth Sign Collective are practical, stoic, determined ambitious and materialistic Taurus are famous for their stubbornness but there's more to them than that they're a bit of a dark horse ruled by the planet venus they share her traits of beauty artistry hedonism and a love of luxury and comfort that all 1000 percent describes me but i feel like obviously so many people could read that and say that describes them too that's the the thing about them like they all remind me of like the answers you're supposed to give in an interview where they ask you like what's your biggest weakness and you still turn it into some kind of compliment you know what i mean like oh i work too hard because you've have you ever read one that's like Ah, uh, well, your month, you're just a fucking worthless twat who's yeah. never going to accomplish anything. Like, yeah. You never under, read that. It's- under Aries, it just says cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but I feel like there, there isn't like 
big astrology that stands to monetarily gain from roping people in, you know, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not like the pharmaceutical industry or something. So I feel like they really have no stake in the game other than just saying, you know, th- this collective of people saying what they think is true. I will say, though, to to really to, to answer your question, Raul, I definitely believe in it probably the most just based <laughs> off of what I'm hearing <laughs> out of this the group of us. <laughs> because because like at least in the sense that i think it's conceivable that over time you know all these people have documented certain correlations and not even with like birth months but all this other shit i think it's conceivable that there's a sort of like charted wisdom that communities over time have just noticed that that like lead to certain correlations i definitely believe in more vibe shit and and i'm definitely more of like a like yes the whole space-time continuum is this like interdisciplinary that's not the right word mesh you know i'm not the spokesperson it's you've sold me on it i'm I'm in It's just some, I think they're, they're definitely, uh, I, I won't like knock it. Like I never, I never knock it and I'm like interested in it, but I couldn't ever see myself really going like full in on it. Yeah. Yeah. We like have I, a... I, I was going to say as a skeptic, like, you know, a lot of times I'll, you know, I won't believe this type of stuff, but I, I don't know if you know about this, but Brittany can will things into existence. <laughs> I knew no more. Was, I, No, I knew he was going to bring this up. There's not a lot of examples I can give that like I w- because I feel like people will listen to it and will be like, "Why the fuck would you will that to happen?" Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's been enough times where I'm like, you know what? Maybe like manifesting things. Yeah, like if I think about something hard enough, then it happens. Or like if I want a thousand percent. Yeah, yes. um, I believe in that shit. I, and I don't know that I even necessarily believed in it until it started happening. I'll give some really stupid examples because they're ones that I don't have to really get into. But we were in um, we were in Copenhagen, me and Raul, and we were both really thirsty. And this guy, we had two different servers pouring us soda and we got orange Fanta. And then they gave me not that much and they filled Raul's up all the way. And I remember looking at Raul's cup being like, that's bullshit. He got more than me. And then the guy spilled his drink and it ended up being the same amount of soda as me. And he just gave it to him. And I was like, oh, I made my God. <laughs> I, that's a really stupid, stupid one. But there are yeah, so the many. Is, where... Her powers are only for pettiness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best that, part. That would have been a great answer for last week's warm up question if you could pick a superpower. And so, it sounds like uh, yeah. we, we honed in on Britney's pettiness. Yeah, you just go around like telekinetically Larry Daviding the world around you. <laughs> well, I have willed somebody that I like to manifest into my life and then I had sex with them. So, 100%. Absolutely with that shit. I think like like the secret you know that whole fucking book or whatever it's it's like unnecessarily woo like just how they talk about it is just obnoxious and stuff but i totally believe in manifesting stuff because it like it's i think it's a lot more logical than it gets a reputation of being but if you constantly are like thinking about something and even just like how you look at a person that you like versus if in your brain you're like oh it's never gonna happen even just shit like that it's not some sort of, you know, spell you're putting on a person, but it's like 
we interact with the world in certain ways and if your brain is in a certain headspace you're going to interact with it in a different way that's going to bring about stuff you know i can't i can't see raul right now and he can't see me but i'm assuming that we're both <laughs> we're rolling our eyes like oh my yeah, god yeah. two females somehow manifest the night of fucking them. jesus raul? christ it must be in the stars raul believes in my powers i think almost more than i do like he actually is like on board i think yeah, um, I'm I'm 100% on board and I, I would like you to use them, you know, for good instead of just wiser. <laughs> well, I do use them for good for myself because like a lot of times if I want to if I don't want to do something, I'll will it not to happen. And then there have been several times where like people have had to cancel things that I didn't want to do because things have happened to them. And, you know, <laughs> so are they, are they alive still, Brittany? <laughs> they are alive, but like some of the things that happened to them weren't great. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, God. But what she's getting, what she's getting to is that uh, we, we weren't able to record yesterday because she willed it to happen. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. That well, is, now we got beef. That is, <laughs> that is kind of true, but it had nothing to do with you guys. So I was just in a particularly shitty mood yesterday and I didn't feel like doing anything. And I had taken a clonopin. So I was like sleeping off and on all day. And in you're my- a trooper for even entertaining us doing that then. <laughs> so I was like fuck like I really just like don't feel like doing anything I just want to go to sleep and in my head I was like there's no way I'm gonna cancel but I was like and then I even said to myself I said I'm gonna will this not to happen and then what happened yesterday we couldn't record because for whatever reason it just you couldn't get the recording to work out very well so what a witch good. in the I, best way I know <laughs> I, you know what? I also, I, okay, this is going to make Stephen Raul's face even more of whatever it was. But Brittany, <laughs> I, I can, I can yeah, tell. Turn your camera on you for are, a second, Steve. <laughs> no, you are, you are a very like intuitive and powerful person. Like 100%. It's just like a thing. Like women, I don't know. I don't even want to make it gendered. Get your fucking face out of the screen. <laughs> I can't even see your chin. You look ridiculous. And Raul, you're even worse. Wait, <laughs> hey, Raul's on here? Where is he? He was. Oh, he was for a second. Oh, hey, there he is. There's the top of his head. It's just, it's a fucking, you guys just don't understand your fucking bony man ass, no vibe feeling. Yeah, women have intuition <laughs> and you guys just don't got it. Mm, yeah, yeah, we have logic. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's just the thing. It's an impossible. It's an impossible subject to talk about with people that just like don't believe in it. Because if you don't feel it, then like you just don't know. Like I have, I have. It's my my okay. My grandma. She's a Jewish woman who's like, you know, in all the tropiest senses of the word Jewish, just mm. completely neurotic and and like, but also incredibly intuitive and my grandma told me when I was a kid that she was a psychic and I thought she was like a fucking crazy person and I still don't think that she is a psychic but like the the women in our family have such crazy shit happen to them that like I don't know how to explain it and I I have a really dark example of this (laughs) that is kind of crazy so brace yourselves okay and I don't even this is over yeah. this is over sharing but we're going to do it and I might cut it out but here we go. <laughs> I this is just for us as friends at this point. I was a I've talked about it on stage but I was molested when I was a kid, right? And right? <laughs> you guys, you know what you know what I mean? And and this so guy gets me. <laughs> this guy gets me. 
and, <laughs> and um and the guy who like did it he we like moved away because he like only went to jail for like a little bit and we just didn't feel safe because he was like our next door neighbor so so we moved and my mom we were driving in our new neighborhood which was like 10 miles away from where we were at and my mom was like I feel like like I she saw she saw a car go by that looked like his and she was like I swear to god that's him I feel I feel like that was him and she just she didn't like she wasn't behind him she she just saw him go in one direction and then lost him but then she just kept driving like deeper and deeper into this neighborhood until we like landed in front of a house and like it was him like he was there and he had like what relocated to an area he was like a super fucking creepy person that obviously but like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he was a good egg. But now you've convinced me. You've confirmed it for me. Yeah. At first, he I was like, yeah, I can't be that bad. Night. Yeah, he was. He was a bad person. So it's like it's shit like that. That like it sounds like a completely crazy story, and it, it's one of those stories that you like you hold very dear who you even tell it to because it sounds so fucking wild but it's i i super believe in that i do believe in that kind of shit and astrology if that like fits into a similar thing then i don't know man it could be a thing well how are we supposed to how are we supposed to argue with it now yeah you can't no no i I disagree Well, I, I guess we've we've wrapped we've uh, we've closed the book on that one. Thank you, Veronica Wilder. I guess I guess you're right, but um, thank you for the submission. You guys want to do one more? Yeah, sorry, that was a that was a very Trumpy way to end that, and not in the president way. In that, there's nothing you could come back at me with. Well, no, no, it's <laughs> perfect. Gonna, if you want to leave that in, I say go for it. <laughs> I was gonna say I also have a Jewish grandmother, so maybe that's the common denominator that they just don't have. Yes. Dude, there's like I swear generational trauma and like generational intuition is 100% a thing. Like the fucking yeah, it's so we could I could I could anyways. Take it yep. away, Steve. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh thank you Veronica Wilder and let, let's do one more. This one comes from a uh, a regular contributor to the podcast, Eric Mickelson, and I really he sent a lot. I really like this one. Should phones have kept the headphone jack? Oh Ooh. hell no, dude! I'm so fucking pissed about that. No. Oh yeah, I, I was gonna say, what are you talking about? But yeah, like what? What the fuck? It's oh, it's not like you saved any money or any space by removing that hole. You just yeah, removed also, the option. Now, for me to- now you have to choose between charging your phone or having headphones. It's super. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I agree. I agree. It forces everybody to update to this Bluetooth shit, which is like always more expensive, always you can more lose finicky. It so easily too. Like, totally yeah the fucking it, airpod know, bullshit yeah. this is just an iphone thing right because i have a droid so i'm not really oh, oh you have a droid. droid yeah I <laughs> a lot i like them a lot better and i still have a headphone jack but i choose to have bluetooth headphones because i have money no same i i, I completely <laughs> yeah. agree well what pisses me off is I always go to, I, b- before the apocalypse, I'd always go to the gym and forget my headphones. So I'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to buy some headphones here. And you know, they got the price jacked up anyway. And two or three times I thought I was buying the Bluetooth ones, but I ended up buying the kind with the, with the, just you plug it in and being Ugh. like, fuck, now I can't plug it in anything. Oh, that's, that's a- Yeah. 
I mean, I just think it's shitty overall. Like I had a lot yesterday, Raul came over to drop me off a mic and one of the laptops that I have is my work laptop and we couldn't use it because it doesn't, what was the thing that you needed to plug in that it doesn't just have? A regular USB. Like, you know how all computers have fucking USB? Yes. You USB-C. couldn't plug in just a regular USB-C on it. It was just, you had to get an adapter and it was just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? That's like universal for computers and pretty much anything. Even our uh, yeah, phones yeah, plug I have that. USB. Yeah. I don't understand that how Apple has such a loyal following to the point where they will like everybody just accepts the fact that they do these things purely just to make more money and make things difficult for people and have to buy Apple products. And people are like, OK, yeah, that's that, that's really the thing it. that bugs me. Like when you take Apple versus versus Android, like they're both basically the same. They're both miraculous like advances in human technology. But like droid users will just fucking wait till the new one comes out and order it online or whatever. And in Apple, people will literally park out in the parking lot to get something that everybody else is going to be able to get anyway, like in a month. Like, why? What's so special about it? And it has been known for a fact that they purposely slow down older older phones so people have to buy new models. And people are still like, I love Apple and uh, droids are shit and people who buy droids are idiots. Like, I'm just like, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, I'm sitting here outraged by all of this, but I will never buy a non-Apple product. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so illogical. One of one of the one of the funnier things, like a little subtle nuance about this podcast between Jordan and I, always disagreeing on things, is when we're promoting the 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 podcast on social media i always post the spotify link and she always posts the apple podcast link and we didn't plan it out like that or anything that's just how it works out because i'm like fuck apple and i guess she's like fuck spotify yeah that's no that's really funny actually the reason why i do the apple podcast thing is because for the other podcasts they the guy that was like coordinating ad buys for us told us to tag apple Podcasts because i guess they they just like reign in the industry in terms of like metrics and and like listenership and stuff i take back everything i said about apple great good (laughs) steve if we're not millionaires in six months (laughs) is your fault we'll trace it back to this moment i think um (laughs) yeah i totally i totally think the spotify spotify is a great entity and uh we're happy to to promote all platforms (laughs) just listen to our podcast really is all (laughs) I think, I think we, we uh, closed the book on that one too. All right. Yes, I think we're all in agreement on that one. Uh, let, let's. Uh, what, let's. What Narc w- isn't immensely annoyed by that. I'd like to find someone. Pr- probably just some Apple fanboy, just, just a ooh, CEO ooh, 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 of ooh, Apple, ooh. and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, an Apple fanboy. I they exist. It's crazy person. that like they're fanboys <laughs> for like companies. But. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, do you want to do one more? Did you say? Uh, no, we're 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 kind of running long. We can uh, let's let's go ahead and let uh Raul and Brittany uh introduce themselves and tell tell uh tell our listeners a little bit about their background, their podcast, anything you guys want to talk about, and then we can segue that into the the main topic about social media. Yeah, Raul, you can go first. All right. Uh, my name is Raul Zambrano. I'm uh, a stand-up and podcaster. Uh, me and Brittany host a podcast it's called, uh, we were just talking about that earlier, it's called The Review Review, where we uh, you know, discuss absurd Yelp reviews or from Google and stuff. And so 
do for sure uh check out that podcast uh and uh i don't know i don't know what else i, I, I love how i really feel like i put you on the spot do, do you want to oh, tell yeah, them I, how, how they can check out the podcast uh you can do so uh by uh <laughs> <laughs> well, you can actually just follow us on Instagram at Review Review Podcast, or uh, yeah, just type it in on um, on iTunes. It sh- I think it should show up. How Brittany? did you guys come up with this idea, and wh- where did you guys meet? Um, the podcast I think was Raul's idea, and we met. Um, now it would be fourteen years ago, working at a movie theater. I was his manager. Wow. <laughs> you reported to Brittany. Yes. He did, yeah. yeah. He was. So, were you always having to write him up for eating all the popcorn? <laughs> no, he was a good employee, and you were allowed. to I wasn't popcorn. that into popcorn at the time. Now I. Okay. You now were allowed to I eat can't popcorn. Have yeah, you, you were allowed to eat popcorn and soda, but that was the only thing you couldn't eat. Other stuff like for but there was. We would sneak a uh, uh, ices uh, sometimes. You weren't How supposed to do it, but we. I mean, dare you. Know. you. No, I used to do that too. But there was one girl who got written up once for eating. Um, she used to dip hamburger buns in the nacho cheese, and she got oh, written up for that. <laughs> that right. sounds so good. Hamburger buns? Your yeah. movie theater sells hamburgers? No, hot what? dog buns. Uh, hot oh, dog sorry. Buns. I'm sorry. Hot dog buns. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Well, that that makes sense for some reason. Hamburgers would be <laughs> completely I, unbelievable. I think she might have gotten fired for it. Actually, like I think it was her final write up, and that was that was it. Maybe they had caught her doing it like on the cameras over and over again, but they need it. Well, I guess if you have it on a camera, that's proof enough. I was thinking maybe that was like the last straw, but if that's a one and done, that's pretty tough. Hot dogs are the most, like those buns, the most dippable of buns. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame her, but (laughs) I, I wasn't a manager at the time, so I had nothing to do with being that cruel, just so you guys know. (laughs) <laughs> so know. so That's so Brittany, tough. you've been friends with Raul before he started doing stand up, right? Yeah, I've I was friends with him before he got all of the the fame and the glory, so I'm a real <laughs> one. What what was that transition <laughs> like watching the fame go to his head? Uh <laughs> there was one argument that we got into actually. Um, because when he first started doing stand-up you know like normal friends I went to like all of his open mics and a lot of his shows and was like always going out with him and then there was a point I just, I just where... want to point out one thing okay it's like I what? never I never asked her to come she would just no. go it's not yeah, like I was no, like, no, no. please come to all these open mics so you can watch me bomb <laughs> no for sure he, yeah but I just used to go it's all the time. And I probably it's went to fun. Like, it's a uh, fun place to hang out until you get sick of it. <laughs> yeah. But I probably went to like a hundred things that he did. And then there was I don't know what happened, but there was a couple things that I couldn't make, like maybe contests or something. And then he got really mad at me and I was like, dude, I've been to so many of your things. And he said, 2016 Raul says thank you. <laughs> I said first of all, I said 2014. That's how long. <laughs> Secondly, dramatic. It, you know, it had been like a couple of years since like she'd come out and stuff. And it's like, I never asked you to come t- during that period of time. I'm asking you this one time now, please. And then she's just like, fuck you and fucking says all the shit to me. I have never said fuck you to anyone in that way in my life. So that is a lie. And she like said, said that to me before. You. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, and, to me. And then I, I think Raul's he guilted- he made me feel so bad. I think I ended up going to whatever it was. 
<laughs> he beat. He got beaten down. I feel yeah. like anyone that's gone to an open mic more than five times is truly a saint. Is an angel walking the earth. Thank you. Open mic. Yeah, unless you're actually a comic and you just get like an immense amount of sick pleasure in experiencing it yourself and watching everyone experience it, then it's it's really it is really probably the least appealing thing well, for anybody I, to want to sit through. I think I might have had a crush on someone, so I think that's probably why I went with Ooh. it. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Uh, at the time, did you manifest him into fucking you? Uh, um, <laughs> I can't really. No, no. Well, no, I, because I, he well, didn't end up being funny. Oh wait, you're what? thinking about are- I, okay. Well, there's multiple people that I'm thinking of now. Who are you talking? Ooh. about? Uh, there used to be there used to be a mic host that she was into uh, was attracted to physically, and then oh, we watched yeah, him yeah, some yeah. more, and he was an awful comic. And really then he was like, you know what? Oh, Never mind. That's the most unattractive thing. Yeah, I forgot about then, him, but I was. Yeah, I but- did have a pretty big crush on Chris Curtis for a while. I will admit oh, to that. Chris Curtis is cute. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like comics too by nature. Like I, I am incredibly attracted to comics because I don't know. I don't know if it's just they're bearing their broken soul for for the the whole world to see, and that's attractive, or, or if it's like, if I mean just being funny, I guess also is a huge plus. But if they're cute and a comic, then you think, fuck yeah. If they start talking and they're not funny, immediately the most cringy horrendous like can't look them in the eye situation yeah <laughs> then, then you also know that there's a complete lack of self-awareness yes so it's just not really something that i could move yeah i i've totally forgot about that guy i don't even remember his name i don't know if Rel, you do, i don't know if you want to call his name out but do i know him Rel? uh it's it's pretty both your times uh bo scott Ooh. oh bo scott yeah oh bo scott handsome guy wait, wait. Bo Scott, was that the guy who dated Carrie? No, no, no. That's uh, Joe Charles. Oh, Joe Charles. What an, uh, both amazing names. <laughs> yeah, um, two, two first names. Two first names. <laughs> yes. Anyways, I hope everyone's in, enjoyed the inside baseball of the San Diego comedy scene. Come, <laughs> come hang out. <laughs> you'll you'll get to uh you'll get to see see it all in action. That's a lie, actually. With stand-ups never coming back, <laughs> I don't think, at this yeah. point. That would be very sad. Yeah, I think it will. It's just going to take forever. How, it's going to be like uh, one of the last things that comes back. If we want to talk a little more stand-up, how has the uh, parking lot open mics been? Uh, Jordan, have, Jordan have, you gone, have you gone to one? I've I've gone to one. I went to drop off a microphone for Steve once, and then I just like hung out and watched it. I didn't go up. For some reason, it's like going. I was talking to Steve about this yesterday. Like, If I go but don't like just to check it out but i don't actually like go on the mic i feel like i'm condoning it in like a smaller amount for some reason which is like <laughs> really stupid it's really dumb but every time i've gone twice just to like check it out and and every time i leave i'm like that was bad i shouldn't have done that that's like how i feel about it which is really i don't yeah i don't know it's just such a i'm so hardcore just like stay inside and like follow follow the orders as much as you can so I feel guilty whenever I go and check it out, but it's a cool concept. I think like as soon as the mayors or whatever say that that stuff is okay, then I'm there, you know. But I'm such a fucking narky rule follower. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm the opposite. Well, like I am a rule follower, but also as soon as they say it's okay, I'm like I'm gonna give this another two years probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For anyone that's listening, it's like. 
a local comic started up a drive. It's like a drive-in movie theater, basically, but for comedy. I don't think you'd mind if we shouted him out. It's uh, Jim Pine. Yes. Uh, and um, it, it's like basically like he just got a, yeah, got a radio station and they tune in if you want. It's like a really cool concept, actually, if it was executed in a way that literally functions like a drive-in and they got like headliners and stuff. I think that that could be like a viable option, actually, moving forward. Yeah, if you guys are in, interested in it uh, at home, you can look them up on Instagram at Drive Up Comedy, one word. Yeah. What do you guys think? This could be a potential topic to uh, to have a little bit of a disagreement on, just one last little warm-up thing before we get to our main thing. If you, What do you think about like stand-up in any form other than just in a club setting in a packed room? Do you think it can work? I'm sure it can. I'm just not sure if I'm willing to give it a shot yet. Just because I like, I see people post Zoom shows and like people do live, sh- like, uh, you know, like Facebook Live uh, a comedy and stuff. And it just looks so cringing to me. That yeah, I'm not interested in that at all. It, dude. I-, I agree. I'm not interested in that at all. But I think, I think you would have a good time at the drive up comedy because yeah, you actually do get It seems a little more viable. Um, but it also seems tough because, you know, if you're bombing up there, uh, you know, which, which happens to a lot of people and myself, you know, uh, specifically, uh, I have no be, frame of reference for that. Speak for yourself. It might be real bad. Uh, if it's like, you know, if everyone's just inside a fucking car, uh, you know, it just, it, it just might, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, it just increased the bombing, you know? Just oh yeah, it. it's also really fun. Well, now, like if you get a good zinger and then you hear a bunch of cars honking, you're like, oh, yeah. I got them. Yes, because you don't you don't hear laughs, right? Everyone's inside a car, so exactly, it's like either they flash their headlights at you or or they honk, which is a fun mechanism that's different than laughing. But in terms of like building momentum in a set and stuff, it's impossible. Like I oh don't think- no, it's it's it, it would. There's no way. Like once we're allowed to get back in comedy clubs, this is gonna die obviously but in the meantime it's pretty fun yeah yeah it's a very it's a very innovative workaround and for a situation that just like sucks really Mm bad yeah i also feel like from a consumer point of view like i have this thing where um even because i know the drive-in movie theaters are open and i don't want to go like if i can't do something the way that it was that i enjoyed it then i don't want to do something even Mm -hmm. a little bit like i don't want it because i feel like it'll take away from how special it'll feel once i'm able to do it again so i just don't want to do anything that's going to make me even a little bit happy like i would like to stay super miserable and then when everything opens back up just be really happy about it that's why I don't use okay. condoms. Same, the same principle. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not the same. Amazing. I like that you said that as though it's a one-sided choice. That's why I don't use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, I totally feel that. It's also like, yeah, when you go and you do something that's like a shittier version of the original thing, it just winds up being like kind of... I guess maybe it's a class, a, a glass half empty or half full sort of thing, but you could either be like, oh, this is just a shitty reminder of what I can't experience anymore, or you're like, oh, this is a little taste of something that I, I used to really love. But all in all, I think it's just entirely different. I don't think you could even like compare both experiences, so I would say I, I don't think it's viable, but maybe it's necessary. Hmm. Food for thought, fans. Hmm. <laughs> Precisely. Um, Steve, do you want to get us into our main event topic? 
sure. Uh, Rel and Brittany were nice enough to suggest uh, a couple ideas for us. And I know you guys wanted to talk about, I guess that you could put it in your own words, but I guess the, the role of social media in today's society. Um, I'll, I'll kick it over to you guys. What, what are, what are your initial thoughts on it? And what did, what did you want to express and what do you want me to d- disagree with? Cause I'm, I'm happy to. <laughs> You're like, I'm ready. I'm just ready to be a contrarian is the position. <laughs> I think, Raul, did you bring this one up? Because I feel like I'm on both sides of the argument, actually. Yes. I, I threw I threw it out there just as like a just a idea, um, especially with like COVID stuff and how social media is sort of shaping narratives and stuff. And just like ultimately, I guess the idea uh, is like, is it ultimately good social media or is it ultimately bad for society? I, I think it's I, uh, good. Go. I was going to say, I think it's mostly bad um, just in terms of our mental health. But then there are ways like especially right now. I mean, like you were saying, people post a lot of ridiculous things and that's terrible. But then also it's helping us stay connected. So we would have a really big lack of that in this situation that I think people would get a lot more depressed and feel a lot more detached or like people are able to stay in touch with family a lot easier. Um but like weirdly, I remember going to my high school reunion for like my ten year high school reunion, and it felt like it only a year had gone by because of Facebook. I'm like everybody, I already know right. what everybody's doing. Like n- it never feels like you're disconnected from anyone, which is weird as well. Totally. And you're also connected to people that you otherwise would not want to be connected with. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. why? Some of my friends, I'm like, I'm not gonna name any names, but some of these people, it's like well, I didn't even like you back then. <laughs> yeah then you're in a position where i'm fucking brutal dude i unfriend people on their birthdays because it's the best way to have (laughs) it's the best way to have people come up and be like oh who is this person i don't know and then i unfriend them that's hilarious (laughs) it's so it's too many people and then like you said those people wind up inundating your timeline with all this like fucking bullshit and -hmm. there's so many yeah i guess Overall, my opinion is that it's it's overall very, very bad, but I am constantly on it and I fucking hate it. Yeah. But I think it is it is one hundred percent not how society should have turned. I would well, have I, I, yeah. a lot more respect for some of my aunts still if Facebook didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy shit that they were posting. Yeah, it, it's funny. You, you'll make friends with somebody in real life, and then you'll add them on Facebook and find out their politics, and you're like, "Oh man, yes, <laughs> I, I like this guy. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't That's know we thought the moon was made of cheese." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, um, wait, does anybody, Raúl? Did you say what your ultimate opinion is? I mean, I think it's uh, more kind of. Uh, individually based like it can be ultimately good or bad just based on uh, like every person you know like just how how it works for you but I think like for me it's uh, for me it helps a lot just because like I, I started like a poker game and uh, I mean if, if it wasn't for social media I you know I wouldn't be able to play with anybody and just like you know it's just such a good source of entertainment and I don't really I don't really find i I don't really uh uh, get bothered by people posting shit or whatever so it's just kind of it's kind of up to you and like how you use it you know 
That's a very individual, like, liberty, rational way of thinking about that. I guess. I just don't like how they purposely design it so you become addicted to it and they're doing it in a way that makes it impossible for you to break away from it. And like, I definitely read books a lot less because I was on the computer the other day and I was on Facebook and then I opened my phone and just went into Facebook on my phone. I'm like, wait, I'm already on Facebook on my computer. <laughs> it's this weird... I've done that so many times. Yeah, it's this gross thing that like has so much. Yeah, control it definitely makes you feel gross as fuck. Like, uh, like if I do like an Instagram story, I'm just like checking. I'm like, how many people have viewed it though? You know, and just let that 100%. let that number just control me and just you know decide how happy I feel right now. Yeah, or like when you post something and you're like all excited about it, like on Twitter, for example, or whatever. If you write a joke and you're like, "Oh fuck yeah, this is this," I I'm proud of this joke. And then you put it out, and if it doesn't get any likes in the first five minutes, you just delete it and then think you're a fucking idiot. For the rest oh, I of just keep refreshing like- until I get one. <laughs> yeah, one sometimes I'll do the thing. Sometimes I'm, the like thing where I'm like, I'll be like sitting on the toilet on social media, which I do every day. And then if I post a new tweet, I'll just be refreshing it. And I'll be like, okay, I'll get off the toilet at five likes. <laughs> and I'll just sit there and wait for oh it to God. go up. It's I'm never really... liking another one of your posts again. Yes, I just saw the shitter the entire shit day. Long... <laughs> you well, think... it honestly, like... God, Sorry. I was going to say, it's more like, a, like an OCD thing than it is like, you know, me actually caring about that arbitrary number of five. It's just kind of like, it effectively is a ticker... And it's a ticker that's attached to people liking something that you wrote. But mostly it's just kind of like that addiction to the the jump in like serotonin or whatever when someone likes something or like retweets it. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always like that one person that you're looking to like it and then they like it and you don't feel any different after and you're like, okay. Yes. Um, but do you think that one um, platform is worse than the other? Because I mean, I think Facebook is terrible for, like I said, like older people who read a lot of fake stories or post a lot of fake stuff. But I think Instagram makes me feel worse about myself. But I love the memes. So it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why does instagram make you feel worse because instagram people post a lot of things where their life looks really perfect or like i was like going through instagram during all of this i started to feel really shitty and down on myself like oh it looks like everybody has all these hobbies and they're doing all these things to stay busy and they're like coming up with all this stuff and like making the most of it and i have watched every season of real housewives and so i'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like i just start to feel like you feel like you're not doing enough when you know that it's like I could post maybe a thing a day that makes it seem like I'm doing a lot too. And you kind of have to take that into account. Yeah. 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 I think that's a great question though. I do feel like Instagram, I guess I feel silly saying I disagree because how you feel is how you feel. But then again, I guess that's the basis of all disagreements. But I, <laughs> I feel like Instagram, I think Instagram is better than Twitter. That might just be because of like what my issues are like for me the whole the whole people posting about their like amazing lives and shit I 100% agree that's just so annoying and it's literally impossible to not judge or just like feel like yeah crap or something if you're not doing what they seem to be doing which they're obviously not doing you know they like sit around and pick their asshole like the rest of us but they post this shit online that looks so amazing especially like comics and stuff that gets really rough just seeing 
seeing people put out all this content like you're saying and like thriving in this insane environment but i do feel like on twitter twitter is worse to me because it's strictly writing based and i guess writing is the thing that i personally kind of get my sense of like creative self from is like how, how how good I am at writing and so if I if I see someone that writes like a really good joke that makes me feel a lot more like shit than if I saw someone post like here's my <laughs> so amazing a hater. I'm an insecure fuck basically yes no, I mean, I've, I've posted some goddamn gold on Twitter and got nothing and so <laughs> that know. definitely makes me the angriest I don't even yes. do stand up and I get mad when I see people that are incredibly clever. I'm like, what the fuck? Like there's somebody out there that's funnier than me. That's not right. <laughs> yes, totally. It's fucking and Twitter's annoying too, because it's like, unless you have followers, no one's gonna see your shit. It doesn't matter how funny what you wrote was, you know, it's not gonna get picked up by the internet, most uh-huh. likely. There's like random things. What I do you think? My- well, my biggest beef with with social media is just how it makes people behave in a way that they would never behave in real life. Like you, you see some of these like people posting on Facebook and like the the comments that'll go in the thread, or even like, Twitter is actually even worse. But it's like if that person was standing face to face with you, you would not be talking that way to them. You know what I'm saying? And like you see this going on like in the San Diego community scene. Like there's people that have disagreements about opening or staying closed or whatever, and like the the like you'll have there's there's like one group of people arguing and everything they're saying is completely wrong and then there's another group and everything they're saying is completely right and i'm rooting for the people that are wrong because the people that are right are being just such smug assholes about it you know what i'm saying (laughs) it's like if you were standing in front of this person you would you still be able to disagree with them but you wouldn't be so smug you wouldn't be so condescending you wouldn't be throwing those little ad hominems in there you know what i mean it's just it makes people behave in a way that's ridiculous Ad hominem is a condescending word, Steve. Uh, How dare you? (laughs) I probably didn't even use it correctly, but you know that's besides the point. We don't fact check here. One of the pros for social media is uh, that, like, one of Steve's favorite pastime is just like arguing with a with a few specific people that he just loves to just Uh, uh, catch up on. You have you have gotten into so many Facebook arguments. No, not that many. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a sweet boy. We talk about. I'm a good guy, and you know everyone. Uh, everyone gets into the the, the little tippy tips, you know, and that's just, that's just part of social media. That's just part of the experience, I think. Yeah, I don't know that I've had that experience, and I'm way more of an asshole than you, actually. So it is kind of weird that you've had so many <laughs> altercations with people online. It's not that I've had so altercations one, with people; it's that people have had altercations with me. You understand? Okay. <laughs> Brittany, Ralph's keeping it really close to the vest right now, but can you uh, elaborate on some of the arguments that you've seen Raul engage in oh, online? Gosh, now I can't even. Raul, you oh, definitely know what how I'm talking convenient. about. No, I kind of can't. <laughs> I know that there was one with Benji, right? Yeah. See, but uh, that like that whole thing happened because he posted on 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 Facebook, like, "Hey, look, here's this." you know poster from uh years ago where we did the show together remember this and he tagged me and i was like yeah that was a great show thanks for having me on and then he goes you didn't mean fucking book me at all you son of a bitch you know and they're just like well i i I said thank you you know and And then then it it turns a whole fucking thing you know and that's like the prime example that i think she's trying to talk about but then that's again someone like 
going at me, you know, and I'm just, I'm just defending my No. And then wasn't there one with you and Burner where they said that you were homophobic or, or no, 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 <laughs> sexist or something. And then they felt unsafe or like, I, I remember that. And you backpedaled like such a pussy. Yeah. Oh, I'm never forgiving you for that role. <laughs> this was right when I first started doing comedy. I remember <laughs> this. I was like <laughs> two months into comedy. Like that must've been a bit. They must've just been like, trying to piss you off. Wait. No, well, we doing, me and Burner were doing a Wait, bit, Burner and then it just him and, oh, him and Burner were on the same side, and then I think Burner was like, "I will never apologize," and Raul was like, "I'm very sorry if I offended anyone." And got it. <laughs> Do you remember that, Raul? Because I was I was like two months into comedy at the time, and I I immediately when I saw that I I DM'd you and was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I, you, you're such a disappointment to me." I was looking up to you. This is very interesting because a lot of our listeners are very liberal because because you know they're like so, yeah I just yeah, so they are so, then. is was did I was was I wrong to apologize if uh, I had you know offended someone right kind or, of like, because a little bit because she had absolutely zero right to be offended by it like nothing that you what you it was funny and there was nothing about it that was even like I could not wrap my head around how somebody could be she got way more crazy and offensive than you Uh guys did with everything that happened like she was calling you a like racist she was calling you homophobic she was like all Uh of these horrible things and like you just made a joke with a poster I you should give the backstory to it by the way yeah it's it's hard to but basically uh 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 you know we're doing this this bit where uh, this uh, this comedian was looking for for comics that were um, that were gay, and uh, and I had just was tagged. Was, I thought it was just female. I don't think yeah, it was. Yeah, no, no, it was it was it, it was female. Um, uh, oh, I think they had, they had to be like like a lesbian or something. Uh, I don't and, think so because I, I think yeah, if I think it was if, just female. I think it was just yeah, female. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm misremembering it. But because basically, if it was gay, then I think she could have had a right to be offended. And I remember being like, "This was so clearly just a stupid joke." But well, I, here, here's the thing about it: everybody has a right to their feelings, and she can be offended. What what pissed me off about it is she didn't just like voice her her offense. She literally tagged Raul's work in it. And, oh like, yeah. Tried to get the dude fired from his job. Yeah, I was like, all fired right, bitch, you don't cross the line. Yeah, and and so it, that's insane. And the so joke was just that I had made like a like a, a poster with with Burner's face because she was uh, I I made a poster on, on about the show and just put Burner's face in it basically, or or include Jeffrey Burner in it, which is he's which he's obviously not female, and that just blew up like that just absolutely like she was wait so it was a figure of a woman and you put Burner's face on it. Uh, it was, the show was supposed to be all female, and I and uh, I included oh, God, I Jeffrey right. Burner just as a joke. And got uh, it. Uh, was he actually on the show? No, no. no. But but Jeffrey Burner, the joke, being being like uh, you know uh, the guy that he is, and it just sees the joke and was like, and he's like, oh, thanks for having me on to her, and she's like, you're not on the show, you know, and he and of course he would pretend to be like like oh thank you so much I can't wait to tell my whole family about this uh, show that I'm on, and she's like you're on the <laughs> fucking show, and just obviously you know, kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, and then she started talking about feeling unsafe 
and then all of these crazy things and yeah it just turned into this huge thing where like the initial thing was just kind of like it was uh -huh, just a pretty uh, small thing like i'm just kidding yeah. and here's this silly thing that isn't gonna like you know i don't mean anything by it it's just a silly like oh here's you know it's supposed to be an all-female show here's jeffrey burner and it and then jeffrey you know catching the bit and just kind of running with it Right. and that was i mean exactly. that's what i literally you know. a joke but it was just yeah, it blew I, up to such a proportion that, that i'd be like well i'm sorry i didn't like mean anything by it like you know like i guess it was the most groveling and then, and then your, your label footage. doesn't talk forever in steve's yeah, exactly. eyes <laughs> and not, not even just steve a bunch of people fucking you know saw it that way and i'm like well i guess i don't know i guess i there was no right or wrong way because it's uh, either i don't apologize and i'm labeled as this like you know like uh uh you know this douchebag or, or or i can apologize and i guess it doesn't get you know take me it doesn't like uh, hurt me but then it, it i guess it did i don't know and so that was the like, I'm, gl I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that, that's actually like a really good point about social media and people i think yes. overestimate the influence on it because i think 99 percent of the people following that exchange were like well raul and jeffrey are being silly and then this lady over here is being completely insane but you took it as, oh my God, social media is going to think I'm the asshole. Well, it was just because I would, I was pressured because they, they were trying to like get me fired and shit. And it's like, you know, yeah, dude, like, you just not do that. That's like, I just don't want to deal with this anymore, you know? So I, I'm I sorry. get that it, that it can feel scary when somebody's calling you all of these things and you feel like you're probably going to be canceled, even though this lady is clearly crazy. So, yeah, there was even like yeah, someone who uh, I, I had gone to a show and someone else was there. And and they had offhandedly uh, told a friend of mine that like oh that's Raul I heard you you know like I heard he's a fucking asshole you know through this post or whatever and so I was like oh it's already <laughs> happening you know You're like so. the nicest person <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so but it's just funny. you know so there is some weird influence there and so you know it was just part of the, I I just didn't know how to deal with it yeah, that, yeah. it's funny though like jordan said Raul really is the the nicest dude like I'll, I'll say this like uh you were like the first dude that was nice to me when i when i started doing stand-up you and you and yeah, matt bird uh, i think yeah. everybody was nice to you off the rip jordan but it took him a while to like me <laughs> yeah i guess i guess i feel like with the whole because i that example specifically that that woman is just 100 percent in the wrong i think like I, I i can't imagine i don't know if you're listening and you think that she was correct to do that please hit us up because honestly i would just like like to hear that argument articulated i think but, at most she could, would have been like oh that joke is not funny and that would have been right. it <laughs> like that's it yeah exactly and it was, and it it was tagging his work in it yeah and, but also like uh, like gathering people like had posted like something to her own page and then was like everybody everybody listen up you know here's this fucking you know this dick doing this to me and he's like uh, you know being a fucking uh asshole to me and got several people to try like message me and stuff like really try to rally you know a crew yeah, together she was just... she was trying to ruin him and like everything about him and everything about his character and that's why i didn't want him to apologize because i was like this bitch needs to apologize to you now because she's taking it way yeah. too fucking far yeah i agree i think that yeah when that example is so starkly or just very clearly her issue there's other examples that maybe are a bit more on the fence and i think in those cases then the question becomes if you do some shit on social media that like doesn't go over well let's say it is a bit more of a nuanced reception than than that or something like 
is it wrong to apologize ever even if you were kind of in the wrong or like maybe if what you did was actually offensive but it was a joke and should you stand by that on social media this medium that exists forever really like in perpetuity basically or should you give yourself room to apologize and try to actually like resolve things even though basically that might be like a betrayal of the spirit of comedy uh yeah i'll let you guys answer first i think that you should only apologize if what you felt like like you actually feel remorse for something you said and it was actually offensive and you can look back on it and say like oh i understand how that could upset somebody but i don't think you should apologize just because people are urging you to do it but i am really freaked out about how people can say things online or even from years ago and just get absolutely vilified by it and it ruins their entire life i, th- I think that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i, I think th- oh sorry go ahead steve no you go ahead i i i agree it's like a very it's a disturbing trend that i feel Like, some people say stuff, and the stuff that they say online actually illuminates how truly awful of a person they are. I I do think that there are certain cases that are like that, and there's also corresponding examples of that person being awful in real life as well. Does that mean that their whole career has to get, like, canceled and they actively have like Lou all of Louis shit got taken off of <laughs> platforms like everything and that's like a whole other conversation obviously but but yeah like it makes me uncomfortable to that precedent that's kind of being set with what you what you say on social media since it's it's entirely it's so similar to stand-up which is just like a f- complete free marketplace of, of saying what you want and some shit you say doesn't land some shit yeah. you mean to come out as a joke and it like does not come off as a joke it comes off as a horrendous thing to say but conversely though <laughs> so i've been watching um 90 day fiance and <laughs> i should be embarrassed by it but i'm not my roommate had it on the other day and i just can't stop watching it now and <laughs> there is a lady on there that is so fucking awful like the worst person ever and i'm like the only solace that i have is knowing that she's gonna get absolutely destroyed online like (laughs) so many people are gonna write her horrible things and i'm just like taking pleasure in knowing that because i think kind of like sometimes it's like especially when you're on a show like that it's like i got punched in the face when i was in middle school because i was talking a lot of shit to this girl and i think that was a really good lesson for me to learn like you can't just say whatever you want and sometimes people need to get punched in the face and i think like if you're gonna go on a tv show and be a complete fucking atrocious human being then you need to have people say really horrible things and like know that what you're doing is not right yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's I can I think that's similarly kind of why I was a bit hesitant in in my response cuz like I'm just thinking through my brain. I don't know if I also necessarily believe people should actually be able to say whatever the fuck they want with zero consequences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess it's not black and white for sure. Yeah. Well, I I mean I think you put it best about like you should, if going back to the apology thing, like you should apologize. Like you should treat social media the same way you would treat face to face. Like would you apologize to that person? in person if not then don't do it on social media and if if you would in person then you know but you shouldn't you shouldn't base your apology on like oh i'm scared of the outrage mob you should base your apology on whether or not you're actually sorry right which is what uh 
Raul the bitch was doing. (laughs) 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 What do you... What do you think about when people get really upset that people get fired for saying something and then they're like, well, Ooh, free, that's exactly where I was going to go free speech and blah, blah, blah. Because for me, I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But also it's a private company and mm. you have to act in ways that represent them and they have every right to fire somebody for not following that. So it sucks, but it's yeah. not necessarily saying that free speech, like you were free to say that you're not in jail, but you got fired. Right. I yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, pe- people smudge the line between like they think free speech just means you can say whatever you want. It's it's only about protection from the government. Yeah, that, that doesn't mean that there's zero said, consequences. Yeah, that being said, there's a lot of cases of these these fucking companies just folding under pressure like bitches because because oh they see a bunch of people angry on Twitter and they think that fucking matters. Like it's not going to affect your sales at all. Those people probably weren't even interested in your product to begin with, and you just does fired it somebody. not though. Do you actually think it, it like verifiably well, doesn't affect their sales? Well, I mean, we could do a perfect example. We we got a we got a friend in the San Diego community who used to be a door guy at one of the clubs. He got in some like fight on Facebook with some random people, and he he said some some offensive shit, but whatever. Like they're saying <laughs> offensive shit to him, he's saying I, offensive shit back to them. They started an outrage mob. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if we should shout him out or not because he got so much like grief for it already but maybe Raul, was to. this the one with the person who was related to you not related but is it what i'm thinking <laughs> yeah it is yeah okay well i thought what he said was horrible but also warranted based on well, what she was saying to <laughs> well here's here's the thing about it though he said this in like on facebook to strangers and these strangers hit up the club he worked at and got him fired these people were never going to go to that club these people didn't even live in san diego and in the, the 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 comedy club owner fired a minimum wage worker for some shit he did online outside of his job i can understand I, if he was at work wearing the t-shirt of the company and they and he said that to a customer yeah fire his ass but he said some shit online he makes minimum wage why don't you go get him fired from subway too you know what i mean it's stupid right well th- this is why this is why people on their twitter write like views expressed are my own or whatever but but i do feel like also that club owner does have the right and i know we're not like arguing you know if he has the right or not obviously he has the right but or maybe he doesn't actually maybe if that person like sued him he'd actually have a lawsuit yeah but, well but but you could argue that this person that he was arguing with is a patron of that place totally but that's yeah, the thing. Exactly. Like, there, there are people like and he runs other shows too, and there are people like like contacting the the bars that he runs shows at. Like, we're never gonna come there unless you fire this guy and cancel the show. And like, these are people literally from outside of the country messaging a bar in San Diego, <laughs> I mean, telling them to bad. fire somebody. To be were... fair, though, what he said was really really bad. <laughs> Wait, I don't know this story. I can't even say it because it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, oh, God. I'm, not, I'm not endorsing what he said. I'm just saying <laughs> he didn't say it under like as an employee of, of these places that he's working at. And again, like I understand if, if you're like an executive for a Fortune 500 company and you say some crazy shit online. Well, maybe. But, you know, this dude makes minimum wage. Like this yeah. shit was outside of work. Like grow up. Like let people be mad. It's not going to affect your ticket sales. Zero. On the topic of uh, work and uh, uh, social media, uh, oh. I, I, I actually ended up 
uh, having to quit my uh, my movie theater job, which you know me and Brittany met at, because I had called my boss the devil on uh, one of our uh, Facebook group pages, <laughs> <laughs> and she found out. And I had to be like, oh, uh, I guess. And I was like on the. I was literally being trained to be management. Oh and, no! Uh, and that's that's why uh, the, someone had told my my you know my general manager because she was like up for the part as well, and then I beat her. And then as a as a little backstab, she was like, look oh. what this motherfucker said about you. And then uh, I was clearly, uh, you know, not going to going to be management. And so I was like, oh, I got to I guess I got to leave. You know, you're like, the, de- the devil's not a bad thing. I can yeah, be a no, devil's minion. Yeah. We can go in the together on this. I we'll al- fuck everyone. Wait, I wait. give him shit for this because he did it in the Regal Cinema's message group where, like, of course, it was probably going to get back to her. And he I, mean, stu- I, I was I was under the impression that listen, we're all a family. We're all homies. Like And you people know, are no... homies with her. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean now <laughs> looking back, I'm I, it was just a learning experience for me. Like, well, oh, things you say, you know, uh they have consequences. He did something <laughs> the other day though, like he had a video editing job or something, like a like some video job, and he posted online about like how fucking boring it was and how much he hated it. And I was like you should probably take that down if you ever want these people to hire you. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, uh, I, I put bro, it as private. You don't have the best instincts. Uh, but I listen, I put it as private so nobody but my friends could see. And so it was fine. And plus, I wasn't like, oh, I fucking hate this thing. No, it was just like, oh, this is right. a long work day. That's all I said. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. One, it, it was... wasn't that bad. Two, <laughs> it, it was set to private. So I think it was fine. I mean, I've learned your... my lesson. I think you deleted it when I said something. No, I, it's still there. Okay. No, I just, I just I, put it so If that I you were can't to bet, I bet he deleted immediately. I bet you folded <laughs> under pressure. Like and, then, the and, then I, and, then I, and then I apologized. Yeah. To <laughs> just yeah, outing myself. Hey, uh, yes. company, I'm sorry that I said that this is fucking bullshit. And that, please don't. You know. I think, like, some some people would say that this is, like, you know, obviously a negative facet of social media and one of the reasons why it sucks. Other people would say, though, that this is one of the reasons that makes it good. Maybe not in your case. But, like, if some, like, the door guy thing, for example, you know, I could totally, part, part of me sometimes does feel like, yeah, good. It exposes people that are complete pieces of shit. Not talking about the door guy. But, like, if, if for example, I don't know, like, do you remember... I don't even want to say his name. It's like fucking Voldemort. But there's this guy in the open mic scene that was super, super murdery. And people found his notebook that had like yeah. a manifesto oh, written yeah. in basically. Oh my God, who? I can't. I, don't I seriously don't, don't even name. want to speak his name. Okay, <laughs> like, can, I, so, can someone write it to me in the Facebook chat? <laughs> yes, totally. I don't think you would have ever like known him or seen him, but he just started coming around one day and started post like just started saying really creepy shit. Like he would get on stage and he would say, you know, like one day I'm gonna come in here with a gun and like kill everybody. He would just uh. like like say really crazy shit that people were like. I mean, I guess you could say whatever you want on stage, but if there's, like, what do we do? And eventually, like, everyone got spooked enough to the point where multiple people, myself included, called the cops and, like, reported this guy because it was just, like, so terrifying. But when there's people like that, for example, on social media, I think that winds up being a good thing because... 
Yeah, I mean, you can't even say that in therapy without going to jail. So exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be or to be fair, it was Tom Segura, and he's gone on to have a great career. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, um, man, you're fucking with your mom's house money, Steve. This is gonna no, be <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get sued on the asshole. But I feel like I'm kidding. I then, love you, Tom. Or even just like. Even like somebody that's super fucking racist, for example, you know, or like like so when I, I used to work at UCSD and and someone got busted because like one of the janitors or something was like a KKK member and posted about it on social media. In that case, I'm like, OK, yeah, that's good. I think that's good. Probably. He probably shouldn't. I don't know. I don't think KKK people should have. I don't know. That's a fucking hard thing, right? Like, no, I mean, I think that's that's perfectly fair. But like, it, it how how far do you go back? Because people change, and like, if you're gonna just go through someone's Twitter feed for years until you find some ill-conceived thought they had seven years ago, and that ruins their fucking life, like that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, like but, uh, Mel- Melissa Villasenor, like the uh, you know, she's oh, uh, yeah. an SNL cast member, and they had, and someone just tried to dig up like the most you know, some dirt on her. And I think her bad tweet or whatever was something like, oh, I don't think I'm into black guys or something like that. And th- that kind of blew up a little bit, but it's just like, it's just so funny to me that someone really like took the time to try to find something to to yes. negate this person, you know? It's just like- Who I is don't like know, so nice. So obviously and... the sweetest person alive, you know? It's yeah. Like, no, you're just really trying to, you know, ruin this person's life for just because you're bored. Yeah. yeah i do think about just like when i think about some of the other merits of social media like the arab spring basically was almost entirely facilitated by social media so when mm-hmm. you think about yeah. people having access to it in, in like other countries or i mean our country too i used to when we would organize protests in college we would do social media stuff a lot obviously a lot different than the arab spring <laughs> in terms of <laughs> maybe necessity in the present moment but like <laughs> but but it was in that sense i almost feel like that gives social media enough points to almost change my own mind on like whether or not it's ultimately good cuz that's there are some people like you know, in China, they ban you from having like a fucking Facebook or, or like social media profile in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. like most areas. And yeah. so there's other social media platforms that allow for people to actually like share information more freely. When you look at it at that lens, I feel like, oh, 100%, it's worth it. Yep. Then uh, then you see some asshole like Raul come along and you're like, no, no, pull the cord. <laughs> Cut how the dare cord. you how dare you <laughs> steve i do have to really quick also i wanted to disagree with something you said before about like facebook arguing being one of the cons it definitely is one of the cons but ultimately i think it winds up being a pro because i think how- it's just like you just get to i think it's good for people to hash out their arguments if they could not be a fucking asshole about it and i think more times than not it either it, it winds up illuminating things that otherwise wouldn't have been illuminated and i think even though it fucking sucks i would say that is a good thing but i don't think anyone changes their mind about it that's the thing and i think well, i don't know be, it's just because of the way that people argue about it they're like okay fuckwad snowflake exactly <laughs> and then yeah. like and then you're immediately defensive and you won't listen to anything that they say people don't often 
have arguments where they're actually trying to hear the other person's point of view. But I think it's a good thing just because I love reading it and it's really Oh, I love the drama. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's part of the addiction. Is Personal the, is entertainment wise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. It's so much. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, if you ever just want any sort of uh, drama fix, join the group San Diego Comedians. Yes. <laughs> on Facebook. That's so good. And you, There's and a you new one every week, and it's amazing. It is the most intense fucking drama. It's so it's so dumb, but it's yeah. Because so you have a group of all like insecure mentally unhinged people <laughs> yeah and then you put in the anonymity of social media oh it's it's amazing some of the drama that i've witnessed is just oh chef's kiss it's amazing <laughs> it really is curated reality tv for all of us at home it's amazing yeah. um well we're at about yeah. the the hour 15 mark do you uh do you want to wrap it up and let these guys get some plugs in yes does anybody have uh, any other thoughts that they want to they want to get out? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good too. Okay, well, I would yeah. I would encourage everyone to check out the review review, and uh, I'll let you guys take it from here if you want to put in your social media. Since <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great way to end this. Plug your social media after we've been sitting on it. For now. <laughs> after yeah, we all original idea. <laughs> um yeah. you can follow me on instagram at bitchney h and then like raul said <laughs> our um our podcast is um i think it's it doesn't have the in the instagram handle right it's just review review podcast we That's have the same problem mm-hmm. yeah so review review podcast on instagram check us out raul. Uh, follow me personally at raul z comedy on instagram and uh yeah make sure to subscribe on itunes uh if you're looking up our podcast because we do would like more subscribers please yeah that would be raul went with itunes there we go itunes baby you (laughs) apple bitch um well there you have it you want to plug your thing um yeah follow us on twitter at the i disagree pod and if you want to get really gangster, uh, send us some shekels at patreon.com slash I disagree podcast. Beautiful. And then and Steve's on it. his personal Twitter. Are you at what's oh, your yeah. personal Twitter handle? Uh, at Steve Shuss, S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-U-S. Beautiful. And I'm at Jordan's Confused on Twitter. And yeah, please follow us. Follow them check out review review seriously it's like it's a very good concept for a podcast and it's amazingly entertaining to yeah, it's super fun. that people say yeah it's very fun uh okay cool well thank you for being on thank you thank for having us. us yeah thanks a lot it. love you guys totally yes love talk All soon right. be well bye. bye i like how we ended that like a video call <laughs> <laughs> yeah.